and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Welcome back, Enchantress, and here we are, a new month with a new series, the Witchy Lifestyle Series. So if you remember, we wrapped up the Cosmic Series. Uh, I'm trying to think before that, it was the Dark Goddess Series. Before that, um, I don't even remember. (laughs) There are a lot of series that goes on on this podcast. And the reason for that is because I have a lot to say. (laughs) And I have a lot of people who I want on the show to also talk about it. So I just figured, hey, why not make it a series? So, you know, again, scroll back, check out the other series that I have. I'm actually scrolling back now just to see what some of the other series. Yeah, so it was the Cosmic series and before that, the Dark Goddess series, which included Freya, Hecate, Morgan, Lilith. Let's see what was before that. Oh, okay. Then there was a two-part series where it was witchy movies and uh, witchy TV part one and two, which you need to see. Yeah, so, you know, check it out. Because there's a lot of good information. Binge-worthy. All right. Okay, I'm done scrolling. All right. (laughs) So I, I wanted to dive into the witchy lifestyle series Actually, this has been a long time coming. I wanted to do this actually earlier in the year, but things happen. Here we are. (laughs) Okay, here we are. And I I also want to talk about this because, especially in, in the witch community, and I'm getting more and more familiar with this, especially with new witches, is that... There's a lot of information out there, and unfortunately, it's, well, it's good and bad. Fortunately, we now have access to information in seemingly .0003 seconds. Unfortunately, people take whatever they see online, and instead of doing a little bit more research, they take whatever is being said as a golden rule, a a golden saying, and they just go off into the world with that. And so I wanted to have these, th- this series to debunk a few things, which is why, as a heads up, we have the spiritual bypassing episode coming your way in this series. So, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that because, or I wanted to have this series because 
I wanted to have these discussions where people who are new witches, again, I don't like to term baby witch. I feel like it just demeans the whole journey, the whole process. When you start a new job, you're not called a baby coworker. You're the new coworker. You're in training. You're an intern, right? You're not a baby. You are a grown person or you're, you're a teenager. Basically, you're not a child right? You are a teen spiritual person, spiritually centered person, a teen witch, an adult witch. You're not a baby. Okay. And so I wanted to help with this process to let people know that you can do these things. No, that's gatekeeping and so forth. And also a little bit of reminder and talk about the history of certain things too, because that's where a lot of things stem from nowadays where history isn't, uh, I don't want to say people aren't reading enough of it, but because technology has made information so readily available, I've noticed that there's a group of people who just aren't doing the research. And they're truly missing out. So let's get into this. What it means to live life as a witch, answering the call, right? You answered the call. So this isn't my stone cold perspective, like this way or no way. This is over the years. This is we're talking with other witches. This is what I've noticed, okay? And again, if you've been listening, rocking with me for a while now, my podcast, you know, I like to give more than one ways, more than one way to do something, more than one example. I'm always encouraging you to do independent reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep getting yourself educated, post links in the description so you can click on them and do more research. It's important because the more you educate yourself in this practice, whether you're a witch uh, a tarot reader, you know, spiritually center, centered in some way, shape, or form, the more you educate yourself, the less someone can pull wool over your eyes and tell you what you should be thinking, how to think, and all that jazz, okay? So first and foremost, just know that we are the grandchildren of the witches before us. We are growing into this. I didn't start off saying I'm a witch. I started off as an angel therapy practitioner, working with archangels, just different angels. Uh, then I became a Reiki practitioner, working with Reiki energy. I even received a vision of Dr. Yusui and, and Reiki symbols. Um, and then I started working with crystals and acacia records. And I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, dreams. Then I started diving into dream work. And then I started working with goddesses. But it wasn't until recently, the more I started working with goddesses and doing personal growth, doing shadow work, that I stepped into my witchy self, which has been there all along. But it was a lot of unlearning and relearning that I had to do to get me to this point. So what I'm saying is, even if right now you're thinking, ah, I, don't, I don't really consider myself a witch. I didn't either five years ago. Hell, three years ago, I didn't even consider 
that term. But the more I worked on myself, the more that word just fit, right? And even working with that term and doing even more work now, enchantress, that magical woman, you know, that magical femme that uses magic, embraces magic. It just is all encompassing. I love it. And plus enchantress also has that sexy aspect to it. Whereas when you say witch, there are many aspects to it. Some people think, oh, like the evil, ugly witch or, you know, an older woman. It's like, no, you could be an older woman. Like, get, get, get your head out of TV land. <laughs> you could be an older woman and attractive and a witch. So when, when I say we are the grandchildren of the witches before us, what, what I'm saying is during the, the witch hunt time, of course, you know, everyone and anyone who did anything it, out the way was a witch. You hiccup twice, you look a certain way, your hair color a certain way, you do something, oh my God, you jump over a puddle, you're a witch, right? And then everything's rigged. All, all the tools to determine if a woman, and they also included some men, were a witch. Uh, so yeah, the tools were rigged. So for example, one was like a, a poker or something like that. And you poke them, if you were to poke a woman and she screamed, she was a witch, but if she didn't scream, she was also a witch. So, but some of those, I don't know what you call them, but uh, I don't remember actually, um, they retract. So she wouldn't feel anything. So like, aha, she's a witch or stones would get tied to her ankles. And if she floated, you know, if she survived, she was a witch. How, how is she going to survive with, with center blocks, stones tied to her ankles? So she drowned. You don't win. And we see that now in today's society where so many times women's sexuality tries to get oppressed. And unfortunately, in some ways, it's been a success over many generations, which is why we see these sexual rebellions and things like that, or revolutions. Uh, the way a woman dresses, she gets told, oh, if your skirt's too long, you're a prude, you know, we need to show a little leg. If it's too short, she's asking for it. It's like, what? You can't win. So what I'm saying here is, this is why you got to play by your own rules. Because if you play by society's rules, those obsolete, dumb social constructs, you will not win. Okay? <clears throat> you just won't. All your power will be gone. You're going to be fatigued, drained. You're going to look like the witches that <laughs> they show in Hollywood that look like creepy. Oh, no. Because you're giving all your power away, you're completely drained. All right. So those who survived, or at least those who passed down the word and unfortunately didn't survive, we are their lineage. Okay. We are part of this, this line. We are connected. We are, you know, witchy sisters and brothers. Okay. I know that doesn't mean that we're always going to get along. That's fine. <laughs> but there is something to say. There's some, something to be said about our ancestors and where we are, where we are in our lives currently. So whether you answered that call completely and you are learning oracle cards, tarot cards, numbers, runes, dreams, crystals, angels, elves, fairies, ascendant masters, goddesses, whatever that is for you, 
keep going. So if whether you're fully out and you're working on it or you're just embarking on it and you're stepping into it, know that you're answering the call, the call of your life purpose, the call of your soul, that thing that's been knacking, you know, that thing that's been knocking on your door lightly, that thing that just feels like a cool breeze, a light whisper. That's it. And it makes me think of the show Motherland, which I'm loving. Also, who's watching that? Send me an email. Tell me what you think about the show. I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm watching it on Hulu. But also, I'm just thinking to myself, I wish the full season just get released so I can just watch it because I want to binge, binge watch it. It's so refreshing. I love it. Uh, but in the beginning, if you haven't watched Motherland, please watch it. It's in season two, but it's only a couple of episodes into season two. Uh, so you can catch up with no problem. Season one, the witches had to answer the call for basically which military school. And uh, if I remember correctly, a coin appears in front of them and they had to recite some words. Okay. That's them answering a call. You answering a call, like I said, certain things show up in your life. You're stepping into that. One of the things I learned through my studies is, um, of course, I'm going to draw a blank now. Uh, it's, it's at the end of my book, which really is used at the beginning of ceremonies. It's uh, something of the goddess. Why can't I remember this? The call of the goddess. Okay, see, now I'm going to have to press pause and come back because this is really bothering me. I can't believe I can't remember this of all things normally I have no problem remembering it and I would normally have it as a note but I just now thought about it so hang tight I'm going to actually find this okay literally as soon as I hit pause it came to me charge of the goddess I know some people are probably screaming charge of the goddess Tia (laughs) and I have seen a couple of different versions of it but charge of the goddess is normally said at the beginning of a ritual, like I said a few moments ago. And I put it at the end of my book because by the time you finish my first book, you are beginning a new chapter, not even a new chapter, it's a new you. So it's the ending of the old and the beginning of a new you. And the charge of the goddess is really a calling to the goddess. You're answering that call, you're saying, all the different like different goddesses names and you're asking for blessings and protection a whole bunch of things it's, it's really cool read and, and even as I recited it one time I just felt so in tune like this is right yes so know that you're are you are growing into it and again th- there's no pressure here you might be Tia you know what I really not uh, in tune with the term witch but enchantress I can do Hell, you might even say sorceress, creatrix, you know, something similar. That's all well and good. But know that it's something that you are growing into. And then there are boundaries that you will go beyond that you can't even imagine. Okay. But it all starts with where you're at right now. This also involves noticing signs, symbols, and uh, other races of of, uh, beings. And I say this because I don't talk about this often on the show, but I should do a series about this where you know when you see certain people like, "Mm, 
you sure you're from earth? <laughs> you know, like I've seen people that favor elves and leprechauns, like grown adults, the human, I'm just like, hmm, interesting. That's what I'm saying. The more you study planets, like I said, elves and fairies, I'm not saying you have to work with fairies. Some people are, are nervous about it. I understand that. But at least learn about these different, you know, mermaids, selkies, and all that. At least learn about it because it's so interesting when you see people with certain traits and you're like, oh, that's why you act that way. I can help sometimes. Okay. Sometimes you got to let people be on their own path, right? If they start to ask questions, you can help them, but you got to let people be. <laughs> okay. Because you don't know their life path. All right. So the signs and symbols, you, you, you will start to notice feathers. So before I even talk about the feathers, the pennies, the clouds, et cetera, when I began to embark consciously on my spiritual journey, because beforehand I was having visions with my actual physical eye and my third eye, my mind's eye, before I even knew it was called third eye. So at the time, I didn't realize that a vision I was having was a vision that wasn't with my actual eyes. So I was having that, premonition dreams. And those were some of my signs and symbols. I didn't see repetitive numbers or anything like that until I started consciously diving into spirituality. But beforehand, uh, one time, this this happened, which is crazy. Like now I would see pennies and stuff like that at random times. But one time I told my grandmother and she heard it too. I wish she was alive to, to bear witness, you know, on a public platform. I said, oh, I wish I had a quarter. Because back then, this is, this is going to blow some people's minds who are probably, I say under 25. To get candy from the store or something like that was under 25 cents. And you can get a bunch like it used to be like five some there used to even be penny candy like it was crazy I, I know it's a crazy thing to think about but uh and I wasn't allowed candy so I would sneak a peanut tree every now and then or Tootsie Rolls uh but yeah it was like it was five cents so I just said oh man I wish I had 25 cents and out of nowhere this quarter fell from thin air onto the ground or the floor and and it was hard work for so you heard coin spin and a little sh- and fall down. I said, oh my God, grandmother, did you hear that? She said, yeah, I heard it. And she wasn't even phased. She was someone that was already well-versed in dreams and numbers. She had her, her, uh, her pamphlets and she would cross-reference uh, an image she had in her dream with the number associated with the image, play the lottery and hit, she would win. Crazy. Uh, that was her method, dreams and numbers. But she also was familiar with root work and other things because with the little traveling that she did she experienced people who were involved in that and so it wasn't a big thing to her it didn't even phase her I'm just over here like this quarter literally appeared out of thin air and fell on the floor she's like yeah in her books (laughs) so that's what I'm saying you're going to experience these oddball things a feather coming out of nowhere like okay like that's strange. A penny, a cloud, numbers, a conversation over here, music. And this might seem like such surface level introductory 
things, but here's the thing. These are the things that are going to stick with us throughout the, our journey. Even now, I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've been seeing the number seven within the last two weeks. It's like to the point where I don't even want to go on Instagram. Like if I see seven one more time, I'm going to scream. But I get that it's a great thing to see. Even now, again, I'm looking at the TV and it's 92.92. Nine means you're on the right path, stick to it, and two means to keep your thoughts positive, high. So it's just, it's like tiresome. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> but embrace that because the time will come where you're going to yell at spirit. If you haven't done so already, you're going to want to throw your computer out the window. Like what is going on, especially if you want to be a spiritual entrepreneur, uh, you're going to get frustrated and it's going to be those times where you see the feather. That's a kind reminder. Ah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I meant to tell you, because I went off on a tangent or we're not a tangent, but in this, another story, when I first started to consciously dive into my spirituality, I saw a lot of the wishes. We call them wishes. It's, um, what is it? The, the daffodil, I think it is that it, it turns white and you catch it as a kid, you make a wish. Well, when, when I started to consciously dive into my spirituality, I would see these wishes everywhere, everywhere. I mean, I was just like, is there raining wishes? And so I looked it up. And if you see a lot of that, it means that you lift the veil because we are all born with the veil of amnesia, meaning we, we forget who we are really like the moment we were born practically. Uh, some people say a little bit after we're born. But by the time we're, we're one, we don't remember who we are, okay, period, because that bell of amnesia, again, Google it, you read all about it, and we had to remember who we are. It sounds like a crazy test, <laughs> like, wait, what? But some of us leave ourselves clues, and I said this before, I think, on a podcast, maybe I said it on Instagram. But as a kid, I would doodle these certain symbols. And at the time, I didn't realize there were symbols. I'm thinking I'm just doodling these certain certain uh, squiggly lines. I'm going to find out it has to do with the goddess, the Morgan on top of that. I'm like, the what? Excuse me. Um, and these are something that was like an impulse as a kid. Like I had, I had to do these little squiggly lines, or swirly lines, I should say, not squiggly, swirly lines. Pay attention also to the little things you do that seems like it's not a big deal. Like, oh, it's just a little quirky thing I do. It's just a little thing. What is it? What is that? That that thing you do. Think about that. Because when I tell you, when my mind got friggin' blown, when I realized that that those couple of swirls, that's real. That's a, a thing that what I was drawing since I was a kid and other things that. I go into later. That's a whole other conversation. But it's very interesting when you look back on your life and you start to put these pieces together. So start taking note of signs and symbols. Don't go out looking for these signs and symbols because your brain will start to do that. If you got love on your mind, chances are you're probably going to see a lot of couple and you're going to be like, oh, man, because you're consciously trying to draw that in there. So then it's on your mind. What I'm saying is, Ask for confirmation, ask for a message. 
and then go on about your day. For example, you can say, Spirit, if this is meant for me, can, can you give me a sign of a red apple? I did that one time. And lo and behold, it was towards the end of the, end of the day. I said that and I went on by my business. I said, I, show me a red apple. Like I made a demand. Like if I'm meant to do this, continue on, show me a red apple. Because I was getting frustrated. Time went on, time went on. Hours went by and I totally forgot what I said. And then uh, one of my friends, <laughs> she had her lunch bag out. It was like one of those little fancy ones with the Velcro on here. And behind it, she just like reaches behind it. And there it is, a red apple. She already took it out the bag. It was behind the bag. I didn't even see it. And I'm thinking, holy shit. No one knew about it. It's something I said early in the morning. I was just like, man, look. Like I, I need more confirmation than, a, than a, a number. And just like that, towards the end of the day, she pulled out that red apple and I was like, okay, I get it. Okay, so know that this is going to be a solo path with some companions. Most of this is going to be you in your own zone. I can't stress this enough to read. Get yourself as, as educated as possible. Read, 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 read. Not many people are going to understand your path. Some people will understand or they at least trust you. Like, oh, you know what? I know you as a person. I don't understand it. Or some of them might say, I don't agree with it, but I know you as a person. So, you know, I support you. But understand this. When you answer the call of the witch, the the magical one, okay, you are taking on everything that comes with that. And I know that sounds a bit heavy, like, whoa, but it's true. There, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. There will come a time where you're going to have to state facts, figures, protect your stance, because there are a lot of ignorant, rude, oppressive people out there that want nothing more than to keep people from obtaining their ultimate power, the ultimate gifts, okay? Because some people just like power. They just like ruling over other people when we could be enjoying the earth. Like, have you seen a sunset in Costa Rica? It is freaking beautiful. Like, we could literally be traveling and having fun, but here we are (laughs) dealing with some of these people. So just know that this path is a solo one, but you will have some companions. I've met some amazing witches, re- witches recently, and I know we're going to have a fruitful uh, business relationship. We're already, you know, like I said, developing friendships, already did some collaborations, and it's all good. It's all love. You know, that's, that's what it should be like. But, hey, you know, we're on earth. There's good and bad this is where we're at. So don't be upset if people aren't getting you. If you're trying to find your tribe, your community, whatever you want to call it. I've been, I've been in this space for 11 plus years now. And when I first started, I'm not going to, again, I'm keeping it honest with you. I was looking for the hot witch guys. Well, spiritual guys back then. (laughs) And I was like, where the young people at? Dag, like, we're, we're the boys, man. Like it was like a lot of older people that look like 
it didn't wash sometimes <laughs> like oh my gosh like I get it but it's just like I, I need like tears like older people middle-aged people younger people like can we get a mixture here can we get some diversity here and so you know it's just as lonely uh in in that regard but you meet a lot of cool people along the way and, and you know that, that that's when it gets a little bit more fun but you have to start with understanding that first and then then the people will eventually come and times have changed now people are more open to saying that there are tarot readers or you know dealing with energy healing or just witches where before it was actually no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna leave that for the spiritual bypassing episode (laughs) uh know that this is a time to recharge your your soul so really start to understand I cannot stress this enough, how the planets impact us. Please go back. I know I sound like a broken record, but please go back and listen to Ali the Astro Witch's episode. It's so important to understand how these planets impact us, how we can recharge and nurture our souls, okay? You got to figure out what's your nourishment. Is it reading a good book with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee? Is it listening to the rain? Is it dancing? Is it singing? Is it traveling? Is it uh, trying out new restaurants? Is it getting facials? Is it spending time with your spouse? Is it spending time by yourself? It's going to be a combination of things, but just make sure you're doing it on the regular, on a regular basis. What recharges you, what nurtures your soul, and what impacts you the most? Okay, so please learn at least your sun, moon, and rising signs. Many people already know their sun signs. Please get your astrological chart read, get your birth chart read. Please, 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 please. All right. And listen to Lucilia's um, episode where she talks about the importance of your sun, moon, and rising signs. All right. Uh, I do have in my notes about cookie cutter slash gatekeeping. Um, so I'm not going to talk much about gatekeeping because I have the spiritual bypassing episode coming up, but I will talk about cookie cutter a little bit. So I just want to talk a little bit about the cookie cutter, which uh, spiritual cookie cutter uh, thought processes that pop up. And I, again, I just want to touch on a little bit because this is the first episode of the series, but definitely going to get to the nitty gritty of that and the spiritual bypassing episode. What I have to say about this is, uh, <laughs> there are so many witches. Okay. There's cosmic witches. There. Uh, there are edge witches. There are witches that are uh, connected to the sea witches. There are just so many different types of witches. Like I consider myself eclectic. I deal with cosmic energy. I deal with the elements. Like there again, it's just so many different types of witches that it's really ridiculous for people to try to make people fit into a cookie cutter version. Okay. I I seen this a lot before I 
stepped into my my witch ass but before I answered the call <laughs> it was a lot of spiritually centered people that were painting a pretty decent picture but my bs meter was going off okay because there were a lot of people posting the picture of their green drink, some yoga pants, saying all, all the pros that they do. They don't do this because they do that. They do this and this and this. I'm not knocking people who wear yoga pants and drink green drinks. I actually started doing some research on it. I did it for a blog post. Oh, probably like two, three years ago at this time. Uh, because it was such a trend and I wanted to understand what is this green drink? Because it, it was looking like, like a prop for social media. And I wanted to understand what was it about this drink? And really a lot of the times when people go to get that matcha is what it's called, a matcha drink, is usually in a really pretty cute cafe and it's usually pink. And so people were taking pictures because a lot of their color schemes were pink. And I didn't see many people talking about the benefits of this green drink. So I'm looking at this like, hmm, we have this trend of people saying how they're spiritually centered. They don't do anything wrong. They, they drink their green drink. They get up like two o'clock in the morning. I'm exaggerating. But they get out. They get up early in the morning, they go for a walk or a run, then they meditate, they do all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, that seems like a lot to do every single day. It's adding a little bit, it's like something about that. And so when I did my research, I learned that the drink is called matcha and it has healing properties. It's actually a very beneficial drink to have. So definitely check out my website. I even find a YouTube video where, uh, uh, a gentleman talks about the making of the matcha, like how it gets started, stuff like that. Very, very interesting, the origins of it, you know. So I I just did that as a way to help me understand because it was it was looked like a prop. And a lot of people were pushing this kind of this is spirituality. And I'm thinking to myself, are you sure? Because even life has a dark side to it. I'm not saying dark isn't bad. I mean, far as shadow work, I mean, far as when things don't go right, what do you do? I mean, like if someone's disrespecting you, you can't say, okay, love and light. No, it's like, get out my face. You know, you're going to talk more sternly. You're going to talk, you might raise your voice a little bit. That, that's your throat chakra being cleared, Okay. You know, when you can really express yourself, that's that's what it's about. But you had to get through these these barriers. And I just didn't see many people talking about that. And that was bothering me because they were painting a picture and it was it was it was bad, uh, at least from, from what I was seeing. And now we're, we're seeing this change where more people being vulnerable. They show more behind the scenes. They're not as airbrushed. On social media, I appreciate that to a certain extent, but there are still people out there who are pretending, <laughs> okay? And then you find out they they might say things like, oh, yeah, you know, my marriage was really in shambles and we're getting divorced. It's like, yeah, I was picking up off that vibe through your social media. Something fell off, you know? And 
listen, I understand that it's not everyone's business, right? If you're going through something with your marriage or whatever, but it's when you push this perfect lifestyle in a way, it, it starts to, I'm not saying people can't have a great life. I'm not saying that at all. And what I'm saying is when you start to get more in tune, you start to pick up on the underlying vibes. And I'm, I'm telling you all this because especially when you're starting out or you start to get a little bit intermediate, there are times where you will question yourself because, oh, you know, the person since you were kids or maybe that's your cousin or you feel like, well, I don't have any proof about how I'm feeling. So maybe, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I'm, I'm judging. Here's the thing. Get to know yourself even better. Like your astrological chart. Like what are some of your triggers? Like really asking yourself these questions is that someone who I want to connect with? Start learning more about the people you're following, you're connecting with, okay? I tell people, I'm not hard to find, <laughs> okay? I'm on, you know, Google, Instagram. Uh, back then, it was Google Hangouts and what else? Facebook, Twitter, uh, you know, podcasts, you know, like, start to learn a little bit more about the people who are telling you certain things and start being more discerning. If they're telling you it's only just one way to do things, if they're telling you, oh, you shouldn't be drinking coffee because that lowers your vibration. No, that lowers your vibration for whatever reason, coffee does not agree with you, right? One way doesn't work for everyone in school, right? Everyone learns differently. So why would that not apply here? Okay, so I spent actually a little bit more time than I wanted to, but I just had to stress that example because social media has played such a huge part in a lot of things. And a lot of people are putting information out there, some right, some, and some just, okay, you just want people to blindly follow you. So I want to put that out there and to stress that there is no one certain look to a witch to being a witch there's no one certain lifestyle towards being a witch there are some some times where I don't feel like doing anything for any full moon new moon ritual sometimes I forget when it's a full moon sometimes I forget when it's the summer I'm like oh the summer solstice is tomorrow uh. <laughs> whoa wowzers okay that came fast all right um so don't get too caught up in that just go with you're calling what you're you're being drawn towards. I didn't start off with uh, focusing on a cosmic aspect. I had a cosmic experience and then I just started adding it on to the things that I do. Okay. So that's what I have to say about that. Uh, next on my list. Okay. So I talked a little bit about how long I've been doing this and I gave you like the fast forward version, how I started off with angel therapy uh, practitioner, being an angel therapy practitioner, you know, crystal healing, acacia records, all these things I got certified in, studied, all that jazz. And it, it does take a while. That's one aspect. That's becoming certified spiritual healer. 
And I also had to work on my personal growth. So I also spent years working on myself physically, mentally, emotionally, okay, on top of spiritually. And, you know, just as I broke that down, it's multi-layered and it took a lot of years. And here I am, 35, about a month and a couple of weeks away from my 36. I took wait, do I turn 36 this year or 35? Okay. So I really stopped counting after I turned 25 because I mean, I just did like, (laughs) you you know, all all my personal milestones, like I I need to be 18 to vote. I need to be 21 to drink. Okay. And I think 25 is when your car insurance is supposed to get lowered. I don't know, but I was like, okay, cool. All right, cool. So (laughs) what I'm saying is to get to the point where I'm at now, where I am someone who firmly protects her boundaries, my peace, <laughs> among other things, I had to really peel back the layers, get real about who I want to be, the abundance I want to have in my life, the people I want to have in my life, who I want to embody, and really not caring if people don't want to support that. Like, okay, you don't have to, but go over there. have a nice life over there right I don't need negative energy it's okay if you don't understand what I'm doing again this is my vision my journey but if you don't respect that then I don't want you around if you are someone who's negative all the time I can't have that right because in my world everyone wins like we win together (laughs) okay um So it just took a while to get to this point. I used to be someone who always wanted to be available for friends and, and wanted to see everyone's perspective all the time and trying to find a common ground. And what I realized is that people will take you for granted. Uh, You can be the best person. People will take you for granted. Sometimes trying to see everyone's perspective is also exhausting because some people are just clowns. They are just truly jerks. They want to be a jerk. And I can't even say things like, oh, that person is an asshole because some people like that. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I am that asshole. Like some people are actually proud to be that. That is so crazy to me. So just certifiable jerks, clowns who just are horrible to people. Right. So I, I just had to learn that that is not my problem. <laughs> you know, I am I, I am not for everyone. And that's OK. That is OK. I don't have to get along with everyone. I need to get along with the right people. And the same applies to you. And that takes some time because it's not easy. Sometimes you are cutting off relatives. Sometimes you're cutting off long time friends. Sometimes you're cutting off a, a coach or someone, you know, from, you know, your, your job or whatever it is, but it needs to be done. So it's a phasing out process. And that's usually what I take my clients through. I, I help them with that and also come back so they can also protect their energy. All right. So the definition of a witch, witch and its connotation. So, you know, life as, as a witch means, again, that you're taking up this, this platform, right, where you are now embarking on a journey of, I want to say rediscovery. Uh, 
to, to basically know who you are, your mission, your gifts, and understanding the history that comes with that, how people were afraid of the power of a witch, how they wanted to claim ownership over that power and so much more to disconnect people from their power, to get them to live outside their body and, and seek validation from others. So just understand that you are a magical being. Okay. You have the mental capacity to create the life that you want. And I'm not saying that this doesn't mean that life is going to give you a roundhouse kick and bad things are not going to happen in your life. Like, no, we living, we are living on this plane where there are good and bad energies thing good and unfortunately bad things happen so I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's going to be peaches and rainbows and cotton candy and unicorns all the time but what I am saying is the more you you get into your power own your power display your power take out space the more things are going to work in your favor the more you will understand I just got to hang in there a little while longer and be flexible oh you know what this is a down period so let me just watch TV or read a book or just, you know, mindlessly scroll on social media because this is an in-between phase. Oh, you know what? That person's acting that way, but I'm not even going to give that a response right now. Or you know what? That person is acting that way. I do have a response for that. And I am going to say something this time. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And last but not least, I just want to say this because... This is something that is starting to pick up online. I love this saying, and it's everyone looked at the witches, but not the witch hunters, not those who went after the witches, you know, and it's, it's interesting because as I said at the top of the show, how it was certain instruments used to prove this person was a witch, but really it was rigged. So either way, the person was a witch and we have to start looking at and making people take accountability for their actions. Okay. Too, too many times I, I've seen this in TV shows and movies and so forth. In, in the books is always, you know, this group of people, they're the savages, they're the unruly people. We got to come and shove our ways of life onto them and ban everything that they do we, we see this time and time and time again and it's always looking at the victim not the person or the group of people or the establishment that needs to stop and people are speaking up even more now what a time to be alive and what i'm saying here is you have every right to call people out on their bs and here's the thing. I would, I would give you a little tip here because, like I said, I help my clients with comebacks. When someone says something, they try to pull some, some little historical fact that they're probably cherry picking and things like that. One surefire way to get them to, you know, eat their words in a way is to repeat what they said as a question. So what you're telling me is, that, let me let me think of an example. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Here we go. You don't like your job. You know it's not your calling. You're trying to figure it out, and you're just venting. And someone tells you, "Well, at least you have a job. You should be appreciative because you know some people don't have jobs, and you're looking for it. And you know we're blessed to have this job. I've been here X amount of years, and and you're thinking to yourself, what does that have to do with anything?'" 
right? You're looking at it like, I'm not saying that I'm ungrateful. What I'm saying is I don't like a current situation that's going on right now because this isn't for me. You're speaking up for yourself, right? You are standing your ground. And then so you say it. So what you're saying is I'm supposed to be appreciative of the situation no matter how I'm feeling at the time. So you're saying I'm not supposed to be expressive. And then wait to hear what they say. Like, oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, we need to be appreciative. Okay, but I didn't say I wasn't appreciative. So I'm not sure what you're trying to say. You know, throw it back at them. Because, and, and I know that, that that's a little bit on a smaller scale, uh, but small things become big things. And sometimes people appear to have answers, but really they, sometimes they just want your company. They don't have your best interest in mind. They just don't want to be by themselves. And so then you, you end up being somewhere longer than, than you want to be. <laughs> Whether it's a relationship, someone's telling you, oh, if you leave, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to do. They're really just playing mind games. And that's what a lot of these things are, mind games, okay? Because someone wants to be in control. So it's okay to push back. My pop-pop used to tell me when I was a kid, don't let anyone bogart you. It's okay to push back. I tell people this all the time. It's okay to speak up. But a, a more craftier way to do that is to make them eat their words. And the way to do that is to repeat it with a question mark and a little bit extra, a little extra something. Okay, because the more you do that, the more you retain your power, you don't have to explain yourself. But also that, that gets you, that, that allows you to repel them as well. <laughs> Okay, because I, I like to do protection spells. Some people, uh, they're not ready to do spells yet. So uh, that, that's why I say comebacks are great because it's a great, great, a great, I can't talk, a great way to start until you get comfortable with doing spells. Because once you start doing spells, you got to be ready for whatever happens afterwards, right? So end up like me, you do a really good job with protection spells, and then you don't see the person ever again. <laughs> like, okay, well, that really worked. Um, <laughs> so that's what I have for you for this is that, you know, basically what it means to live a life as a witch, you're answering that call. Okay. It's, it's the call of your ancestors is the call of your life purpose is the call of that thing that's been nudging at you the call of what's going to nurture your soul all right the call of helping you to live your truth and I love that one thing I love about who I am is that people feel comfortable around me to be who they are you will never have to put on a facade around me because I will never judge you for the things that society will judge you on ever. I will judge you if you cannot cook and you invite me over your house because that will hurt my feelings. Okay. If you are not a cook, do not invite me over. If you have catering, okay. I will bring some wine or a dessert, but if you cannot cook, don't do that. I will judge you and I will not be your friend forever. You understand? 
I will sound like Cardi B. We will be beefing forever. <laughs> That's my little version of Cardi B. I know it was like a bad interpretation, but forever. I will judge you on it. And I do judge some people who are Android users. I'm sorry. My mom is one too. I bust her chops. My stepdad too. They have a Galaxy. I, I just tell them I don't understand why you would do that. So I will make fun of you if you have an Android. <laughs> one of my best friends, actually both my best friends, they they are not iPhone users. I'm just like, I guess we all can't be perfect, huh? Um, on that note, um, I love you guys. I love you. I love you all. Uh, I am sending you so many blessings, lots of love. Remember to be kind to yourself. Next episode is going to be great. Um, I'm loving this, this series. Take your time. Oh, a, a book I want to recommend to you. It's, it's cool. It talks about witches in Hollywood on uh, like the silver screen, the, I don't know what they call the TV, the small screen, but the TV screen. And it also talks about witches marks, which is funny because actually I'll say that for later but uh so it's the wisers w-e-i-s-e-r phil guide to witches from hexes to hermione granger from selim to the land of oz it's it's a really cool book i like it uh check it out i put the name of it in the, the description of this episode so remember to be kind to yourself until next time magical one thank you so much for tuning in magical one Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.